Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 12.06. You know your children are? Let's do the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Saw a tweet today from Jeff Goodman, and that's where it all started. Um, he was retweeting someone else. There was a study on... I don't know who knows where it was, but the study was the rudest cities in America, right? Is a, is a new survey by uh, some radio station or something or other. I don't know, um, but they, they they it's a graphic and it has average score, um, and it's the rudest cities in the country. And number one is Philadelphia. Now I haven't been to Philly, but isn't Philly supposed to be the city of brotherly love? Yeah, but they're they're notoriously ruthless uh, when it comes to their sports team. That is true. We they talk- booed Santa. Mm-hmm. Talked about this before. Once I threw snowballs at them. They're ho- they're horrible people. Philly fans will tell you different, but from the we outside know. looking in, just like we say about Boston, mm-hmm. sort of their fans, mm-hmm. those outside would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a certain kind of type. Yeah, or can be certainly. Well, they're number one, mm-hmm. and then right behind them is Memphis. I don't understand. What about Southern hospitality? Now, do you do you? I think there are. I think there are some places you can go in Memphis where you will be treated rudely. You know, but I don't think that. I don't think that's unique to Memphis. You t- tell me what would put us this high on this list. Well, I, I was trying to figure that out. Like maybe this person went through a drive-through and they just had a bad experience. You know, and they just said, you know, rude. Rude people in Memphis, but I I consider Memphis to be a pretty like you know, and I'm not just saying because I'm you know live here and whatever, but I feel like when you are when you're down and out and you need a hand, right? This community will step up. This community will like come of through. Of course it will. But are we rude to you initially? I think that's what they're ranking. Right? Rudeness is in the initial, in the first impression. When you're when when you're cutting somebody off in traffic or something, you know what I'm saying? No, New York I think is that's rude. What, New that, York is rude. Those are, I don't think we should be this high, and I think that's what we're talking like you about. Will, here. You will, of people, course, we're a city that will, rallies around uh, folks that have fallen. Yes, we are that, but we're you're, they're talking about in the initial impression. People will hold doors do in not Memphis, agree. still. You know, like uh, that will happen. I don't, that will never happen ever in New York City. If you go to New York City, you do like, like people will bump you. They will walk right past you, up on you. Like, there is no regard for human life in New York City at all, period. Then, so that Memphis is ahead of them is just a, it's a crock. It's just, you right. know, again, right. I would like to know what went into it. I would like to know what went into, you know, have you ever had a, I mean, I, of course you have. Of course you've had rude experiences before, bro. But that, you know, it's like, I, I just, I don't think of Memphis in that in that way. I think of Memphis as a pretty, you know, open arms place for the most part. The rudest it gets from me is when I roll up to Wendy's and she tells me they don't have chicken nuggets. And I say, what do you mean? 
you're supposed to have it all day long for me. This is a value menu item. You know you're going to need a lot because you got a lot of people out like me out there rolling value mem- uh, menu. You're going to need chicken nuggets all day. I believe the combo comes with 10. So so when she tells me she doesn't have any and then she's rude about it, that that's where I see the rudest of Memphis because I, I can't believe it. Why would you be rude about not having chicken nuggets? I, I, first off, I'm in disbelief. So how can you treat me with rudeness that you don't have them? I'm ordering them off the menu like a normal person. So there's nothing to be rude about. And yet, Absolutely. And yet she's got attitude about them not having nuggets for me. But now that will happen relatively regularly. Yeah, like I and, w- it, and if it, again you mentioned fast food, if this person yeah. or whoever rated us here had any any of that, yeah. that that's where I get it. The rudest is when no, they tell me they don't. I, I, I went to uh, I went to uh, Best Buy. I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Mm, I'm not very happy with them right now, so I might need to sit out of this conversation. And uh, and I I was making a return, and you know the 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 lovely woman at the customer service desk was just like she she didn't have a whole lot of interest in like helping me return it, you know. She didn't. She just I don't know. Like she was like, it's hard to explain. It was just not. Was it, she rude, John? She, I would say she was kind of rude. I would just say you know like there's just like you know you there are some people who are like really friendly and like who are just trying to you know, be as nice as they can. And then there are some people who sort of let you know on the day-to-day that they don't like being there and that they're going to take it out on you, you know? Like I was trying to – I put the monitor on the thing on the desk and apparently the, the, you know, the scanner wasn't on that side. So rather than tell me, hey, it's not on this side, she stared at me for like 10 seconds and didn't say anything. And I'm like, is there something wrong? Maybe she was staring at your beard and no mustache combo. That was when I had the mustache. Oh, so it wasn't as confusing. Which I would have understood that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I've caught myself staring trying to figure it out. It's it's captivating, isn't it? Yeah. Makes you curious. So what? There's no stash, but there's a beard that's getting unruly and unkempt. Right. But there's no stash. See, that's rude. So clearly you're taking to it with a shaver, but you're deciding to lay off the beard. So, again, it so draws like, looks in. So me and this woman are looking at each other like P. Diddy and that dude on the talent show. <laughs> I'm like, why are you not Why are you not scanning the monitor? The dude with the fur? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why are you not scanning the monitor? Y'all just looking at each other with the it's item 50, in between. Bro, 15 you. seconds. She's looking at me. She got her mask on. She's just looking at me. And I'm like, is there a problem? She said, you're going to have to turn it around for me. I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I wish you had said something like I would have turned it around for you. And then it didn't stop there. Like this is like very – it's third world problems. I 100% like acknowledge it. But, but, but you were treated rudely, and this is how you feel. But as I was trying to pay for it, she, she I, I put my card in. Nothing nothing react. Like the machine doesn't react. Mm-hmm. She says, you don't have to hold on. <laughs> like, 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 like I'm the one selling like, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm buying it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm buying the damn thing. Why am I getting treated like I'm like stealing or you, you know, you're the one buying it. Like I'm trying to be like <laughs> that was rude. I thought it was rude. I went home I was like, "Damn, they, they were not very well, nice maybe, to me at Best maybe, Buy this week." Maybe we're ruder than we think. Well, again, I think we it's like just, to give ourselves credit for. I, I, we, I, we all call it southern hospitality, but maybe I do it's think, not that. I do think our I think our retail experience in Memphis and our and our service experience in Memphis can be Pretty bad. But is that a Memphis thing, or is that just I don't a know. service I don't industry know. thing I don't has know. gone down I, the I, I don't know. May I ask a question about the rudeness factor? Because I don't know how the analysis is, but does passive aggressiveness count as rudeness? Oh, I think it should. It this can. is one of the most passive aggressive places on earth. Yeah, I think that's it, true. I think it could be. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's the bless your heart, stab you in the back routine, for right? For sure. My mother-in-law, because I'm not exempt from this. I got fan, I got kin here, right? I'm I'm all in at this point. The, it's the bless your heart thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think there's not, then the jammo. You know what, what? What's hard to differentiate because you know I, I, I Philly is front facing rude. Oh, we yeah, we yeah, may no be passive aggressive. So is New York. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Right. You know what I mean. uh, It's front front facing. Exactly. And they should be higher on any list, though. I I still agree. We can pick out our rude places in Memphis. But but yeah, we shouldn't be higher on a list than Boston, New York, and Philly. I've visited other places, right? I've never like uh, gone to like a retail store in other places. I've never lived there, but I, I I feel like I, it it is decidedly worse. But don't we speak here? Isn't it? I remember being in school, and if you didn't speak, you were it was bad manners. It was rude. And don't we still consider that a thing, or have we reached a point where we're like we're like New Yorkers and Philadelphians, and we just 
we walk past you, don't feel like I need to say anything anymore. Don't we still have that southern hospitality? Hello, if you if yeah. you if you meet eyes with someone, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm not no, saying you got to I mean, speak to everybody that's in the street, but if you meet, isn't there supposed to be some? Uh, uh, how are you down here? That, that's at not the necessarily. Except- nine, nobody talks. Sometimes we'll have dudes blow in and out of here. Well, you don't even maybe see we're them. We're getting to the root of it. Is that we're just rude as heck now. And- you go to church here, though. People into- at churches in the community are the exactly. best. Like, my church is the best church I've ever been to in my whole life here because they speak to ev- they always speak to you, and they know everything exactly. about you. Maybe that's, the, maybe that's the church part of it then. Yeah, yeah the yeah, churches yeah. here are amazing. You, speak, you, ask, you, know, you ask folks how they're doing. You don't just walk past them and sit down and don't speak to them. Right. If you don't speak, it's almost like, are, is that person in a mood? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's wrong with them? That's how yeah. we certainly are at Absolutely church. Absolutely you know? at I church think, here. Outside the best of time, in America. Our, yeah. our faithful community here, the best sure. in America, in my opinion. Yeah, we still got that, John. So yes. don't be so down on us. Well, it ain't me. Your best, your best Buy girl. And who's the down on, the on this? And, and the pollsters here. Yeah, at preply.com. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, yeah, so um, it's a confrontational or inconsiderate toward others. Um, that's, that's not Memphis. That's, that's what they Memphis. say. But you know, sometimes again, man, you can go to a, you can go to a place and you try to like, you're try your patron and they will, they will make you feel like you are intruding. Like you are, it's like an invasion. You know, that, that is the piece that like, you know, you know, it's interesting. I listened to a podcast recently about Denmark, Denmark, the people that work at a Starbucks are equal to the people who are patrons to, to Starbucks because you know, they have universal health care. Right. Okay. Yeah, UBI, the, probably. They have created a system of equality when it comes to how people are treated in jobs. Sure. There's not a status, per se, in Denmark. Sure. A lot of it goes back to just how it's operating and the, the way the government runs and stuff. When you do that, it does mitigate some of this. Sometimes, it, But what they said was the Starbucks people were more inclined to treat you rudely in Denmark or the people in service industries because there is no real Really extra tip in it for them. They oh, were right. the same as you, right? Well, see, like I don't even, you know, I, I don't look down on, any, you know, I don't judge anybody for what they're doing, you know. A lot but of people do, though. I, I, Unfortunately, I mean, it, it's it, what sucks. It's true, you know. And people get, it, it, you know, and it's I, not it, good. So, and I sympathize with with those who are in the service industry that do have to deal with that. You know, the, now there are some people who work in the service industry that make bank. Yeah, you know I, I, like, I always reward good behavior in service industry because I do experience you experience a lot of bad service industry sometimes. My thing is, I just I default, I just tip well. I, I try like twenty percent, twenty five percent, right? Whether you give me crappy service, whether because like you're going through whatever you're going through, right? Like you probably just having a maybe you got a flat tire, maybe oh, you got to no, get. It, I mean, breaks. it can't be twenty to twenty five percent on bad service. Well, if you, no. that if you otherwise you don't, out, you don't teach well, me. But you if know, you're, you're, I mean, I mean, if you're kind of slow, no and you're like behavior, new right? or whatever, like I mean, you know, like you're going through whatever you're going through i'm like who am i to be the arbiter well, it sound like you wouldn't have tipped the, the best buy girl with now, her see, attitude that, now, if now, that had been in a restaurant now, now, or something now, now again i was a, i was purchasing a product and yet i was made to feel as though i was you know uh you know coming in on her you know whatever like i was whatever i just it was a weird feeling a very foreign feeling hard to explain hard to explain there but yes, uh, if I'm if I'm out, I try to tip well. I, I mean, I do. I mean, I think you know you control that, right? You control that. I don't. You don't have to earn a good tip from me. Now it's great if you do, and I, and I might tip more if you know if if the service is exceptional. But I do have a baseline. That doesn't make me a better person than anybody else. It's just sort of like the way because I can only imagine myself if I was a server. Bro, I don't want to deal with y'all. Like I got stuff going on at the house. My wife's mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Like I. I I didn't do the bottles last night. I got a lot of I got a lot of stuff going on, you know. Mm-hmm. So and then, and then, and then, sorry if I don't, you know, come to the table with a great damn big smile on my face every day. Hi, how you doing? I'm literally on the brink of divorce at my house, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you have going on in your life. I, I, I have no idea. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you I'm gonna throw you a couple bucks for the alimony. It, should you need it? What a nice guy. Should you need it? What a nice. Guy. Next story. You're a real nice guy, John. Did you watch Serena Williams last night? I didn't watch it, but I saw How what dare happened. you? Bro, I just expected her to lose. I'm if sorry. it's important enough for Bill Clinton, it should be important enough for you. I'm sorry. I just expected her to lose. So I didn't want to I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to. Well, I, I think that's why they were there. Let's be honest. That's why all those the stars last one. and celebrities were there. So they could say, if it was her last one, that they were there to see it. Otherwise, they would have waited. 
you could just wait to the second round if, if you truly believed. Uh, and listen, the way she had played recently, there was every reason to believe that there was a chance that she could bow out early. Uh, Serena Williams now, who has is not retiring, it's an involvement, but playing in her last U.S. Open, won her first round match, 6-3, 6-3 over Danka Kovinic. Uh, was a great win for Serena because, uh, as Chris Everett, if anybody that watched the broadcast, as Chris Everett put it, uh, the tennis analyst last night, she, she was moving better than we'd seen her recently. It was almost, as McEnroe said, like she didn't care about her previous tournaments as much. It was more about, can I just be healthy enough for this final U.S. Open so I can go out on a high note? And certainly in terms of the way she played, it was that. Again, 40 years old here, and as she told Vogue earlier this month, about to hang it up, but hoping to make a nice deep run here at the tournament. Issue's going to be that she's going to run into the number two seed come Wednesday, and it's part of the reason why they did what felt like a beautiful farewell for her where, uh, again, you didn't just have this star-studded audience, but afterwards, Oprah's best friend. Yep. You know, her Gail. Because you remember the R. Kelly Uh, interview, don't you? That's right. That's what you know. Robert. That's where you know Gail the most from is the R. Kelly interview. Well, last night she got she interviewed Serena after the... Right, right, a lot of people didn't... uh, Gail took some flack for that interview. I thought it was a great interview. I thought she handled it really well. Um, She, again, was handling the Serena duties last night after the win, and there was just a much better vibe than there would have been had she lost the match. The fact that she was moving on, but Gail, like she has a tendency to do early on, is just doing all the talking, 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 not letting Serena do any answering. But that's Gail. That's Oprah's best friend. Gail King, right? Isn't that Gail's last name? Yeah. That's just the way she handles business, man. She just she loves to flap her gums. Once we got to Serena, once she let her answer the questions, thought it was a beautiful moment. If you saw it, Serena had her had her daughter out there dressed in a uh, the same Nike outfit down to the spark, same sparkly shoes. Uh, the audience was star studded. We mentioned Bill Clinton. We mentioned Dr. Ruth, who at one point they're sitting together. That was the other part of the match on a Monday night. It was like star watching. Yeah. And Mike Tyson at one point is sitting is sitting next to Martina Navratilova, one of the greats in tennis history, who's got her dog, by the way, and Tyson's sitting next to her. But you had all this greatness out there watching greatness uh, sort of here at its end and hoping that, you know, to see greatness again. And I'm telling you, for long, for long stretches, we did, because Serena was moving like she was five years younger. I'll be real honest with you. Uh, she had not moved this well in years. I, gre- I agreed with Chris Everett on that. Again, her chances against the number 2 seed on Wednesday, you know, slim. But, again, she's playing in this thing, uh, I think, to have a moment like she got to have yesterday with everybody there. She's also playing with Venus uh, in the doubles as well this week, so they'll get a run at it. I think it's their first time doing that since – 2016, 2018, don't quote me on the year. It's one of the two. It's been a while for them in doubles as well. But a perfect – this is what we talked about, John, uh, the other day when we said we don't like to see our, our, our goats go out in a way that's, that's sad or embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? You like to go and, – and listen, it might get that way a little bit when she's taking on the number two seat because right. I don't know how long she's going to be able to move like this. We'll see how she's feeling today after the way she moved yesterday. But – to see her go out like this a little bit, again, at a high note, not like a Roy Jones or a, or a Mike Tyson, the aforementioned Mike Tyson, who you're seeing at the end, getting knocked out. On the, and it's, it's like, dude, just stop. You don't want to see this anymore. So it was a nice, sweet moment for Serena. And I was left thinking because they panned over. Dr. Ruth, I think, is in her 90s yeah. now. And Dr. Ruth was big, not so much now for uh, uh, John, your era, no. but me and Brad coming up. Like she had the books and all that stuff right. and everything else was huge. And she was talking to Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. And you could see at one point Bill's listening to her tell her stories because Bill's in his 70s. He's frankly very young mm-hmm. sitting next to Dr. Ruth. Yeah. And you could see him. I could see him mouth the words, I will. She had told him something in his ear uh, well, to which he's, he'd said, I will. And so my wife, I, you know, I sat there with my wife and I asked her the question last night as we as we watched the end, as we watched Serena, I said, what do you think Dr. Ruth told bill clinton to do i don't know i i i, I don't know i'm not familiar I think with it was a little Ruth. advice and the next time he's around hillary just do this and he said i will is is i mean is because Do- i think that's what dr ruth is in the business of doing she's, well, she's a sex in the, advice she's expert. in the business of yeah. handing out sexual advice yes and again you've got bill clinton sitting there with her and you could see the man say I will. And I, again, John, I don't just I think it was a tell Hillary I said hello. 
Again, Dr. Ruth is known for giving out sex advice. And again, I think she probably gave some bills. Maybe maybe nice little advice to warm things up. She could have said, you know, hey, we got to get we got to get Biden up out of that office, man. Hillary needs to run again. Let her know. You know, he, that Bill didn't say I will to that. He could have. I don't know. Who knows? No, he, trying to, he, he told, trying to entertain a he told her that she told him to tickle Hillary's feet or something like that or rub her back or something. And you could see Bill said, OK, you, I will. You know, when old people come up to you and say, like, to do something, you just entertain them and placate and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we I'm do well, it every week. Yeah, here. I'll do it. No, sure, that, well, yeah. yeah. I do, I do know that story. Jason's yeah. good at it. Oh, Jason's the best. He's a primer, bro. Well, yeah. uh, sadly, it's what they do with Lee Corso over at ESPN. Right. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, SEC, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what, what you're talking about. But you'll do it on the show. You'll be, we'll get like Willie O'Ree or Peter Vessi on, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. That is not, that's not true at all, That is not true at all. What, bro? You did it, man. I forgot about the Willie O'Ree. Dr. Dr. Ruth was born in 1928. She's 94 <laughs> years old. Do you know her story? <laughs> uh, what that she was no i don't i don't know her story other than she was a, a german sex therapist well she her father was taken away by the nazis in okay. 1938 she, concentration camps and she, all that she, oh. lo- she lost all of her family during the war good lord she lost everything um wow and, and thanks uh, for bringing the mood down. well i mean it's just her story i looked her up because everybody was tweeting about her yesterday yeah, she was right? popular on twitter yesterday and i and i was like who is dr ruth who is this person and that I, is before your time isn't it wow oh, for sure absolutely i mean I, I you weren't watching damn sex advice shows she was in the newspaper it was the newspaper though too she'd write a column she brought it to the, not doing she, that she brought it to the forefront john you know yeah. it's very taboo to talk about before dr ruth well, that, and yeah. she could get she away made with more, us more comfortable when you have a crazy sort of right. wild sort of accent little, sh- little short lady crazy yeah. accent you, you can get like, away oh, with oh, saying you can get away with sex. things like you yes. and i can't say it but when you sound a little crazy like her you can get away with saying crazy stuff exactly you know and it broke the ice. Yes, yes. In terms of talking about sex. And people put it out in the open, bro. And Clinton really did his own part in that, too, honestly. But then we went and had sex, those that were following her ways, and we had a bunch of young Johns, Heard that. and they came out talking about sex from the womb. Oh, they and were it was comfortable from the get-go. Early. So then we did, it, it, it pushed Dr. Ruth out of the business, because <laughs> yes. then nobody needed to hear it, because they go learn it on YouTube or whatever else. Isn't that right, John? Yeah, no, I mean, it's not that. Like, who taught you? Oh, this is, you know, you guys this is going to be good. Self-taught, bro. I mean, self. You self-taught yourself. You taught yourself how to, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, how to do, how to I'll love making. You, you taught. There's you. no better way. That's you had a saying. lot of personal experience. Still, I can not, tell by the pause there. Mm, there was no teacher. I mean, there was. It was just me, man. You know, you got to do it if you want to. You want it done right. You got to do it yourself. Jason, how about you? What? So, but that sounds like sort of a blind man feeling his way through. There must have been a bunch of. There must have been a. A bunch of bad experiments well, there. No, when I mean, look, there was no doubt. I there. mean, there was a there was definitely a trial balloon, you know, and like that's you know there are people that come in your life and they serve a purpose, and you know I had a I did I had a trial balloon. Now this is way back in the day. This you know, is cookie ish. Right. This is that was yeah. it was cookie. Yeah. Cookie was a trial balloon. Yeah, you know, and she was she was you know you know how sometimes you know like Aaron Rodgers had to be tutored under Brett Favre. Yeah, in like a vet. Sure. You know, he showed him the way, showed him the ropes. Right. Like, I was Aaron. Cookie was Brett. She was a vet. She had been through it. Well, did you see her her uh, her history? Like, you know well, what I'm I, had not, I had not like seen her, her roster. Like her Carfax? You might have wanted to check that out before you let her teach you the I don't way. think I would have, actually. Because who knows how long that no. list was, how many accidents were on that Carfax. Yeah, no, I mean, I so, think. But back then, you weren't worried about See? I think it's fair to say it was a salvage title, but it, it was it was it, point A to point B, brother man. I mean, we've all been there. So Cookie was your doctor, Ruth. Oh, for sure, not a question about it. I mean that. And look, it looks I, like from you closing your eyes and everything, I'm not that, my it was, eyes, that it was bro. good times. That those stop, good, bro. I just saw you close your eyes. That was me. <laughs> that was me looking at the te- at the computer screen, bro. That was well, not me closing let, my eyes. Let me get this bad this train back on the track. Mm-hmm. Serena was awesome last night. Doctor Ruth was talking to Bill Clinton. This really happened at a tennis match last night at the U.S. Open, and it was only the first round. Uh, here's hoping that Serena Williams can continue to be awesome. Maybe knock off the number two seed on Wednesday. We can get a nice deep run. Uh, the fun will be who's all, who all is watching. Spike Lee was out there, too. Yeah, I mean, like... Vera Wang was out there. I, I, I'll i say this. I am glad that she won. I'm glad that she did not go out, you know, and she... It's been a whole different vibe last night. Yeah. The whole interview thing afterwards, we like, said, how long is this going to go? And Even for Serena, just sitting there listening to yeah. folks... When when you've when you've lost, it's a whole different thing. Well, and, and now so honestly, like yeah. you can you can say you know, hey, 
I I I want to I want a match. You know, I want a match in the, my last U.S. Open. It wasn't. Well, yeah. Now in four different decades, now she's won a match. That's pretty impressive. I mean, as a teen, twenties, thirties, forties, she did it. That's that's impressive stuff. Yeah, the longevity of the career is one of. Is she the best athlete up. ever? Period. I, I that, think, that is a question that was occurring last night, by the way. She's 41 years old and doing this. I, I think mean, she's one of the best athletes of all ever. time and, and maybe the best tennis player of all time, period, men or women. Ever, yeah. yes. But she's not She's not the best ever, though. She's you don't the, think she's one of the best? Like, she's not the best, she's not the best athlete ever, no. She's not. And that's and that's okay. You know, she, you don't have to be the best ever to have a, to be, you know, to be celebrated and to be, you know, she clearly had one of the, certainly one of the most decorated tennis careers of anybody. I mean, that, she's standalone in that regard. But, you know, I don't think anybody would pick her over, I don't think anybody would pick her over Tiger. I don't think anybody would pick her over Tiger? Mike. Athletically? Ooh. I don't think anybody would pick her over uh, Tom Brady. I'd pick her over Tiger because she's treated herself better. Than Tiger, well, yes, exactly. Yeah, but like it, Tiger's one, I was surprised you put him there. He had a chance; that, he missed we're it. We're talking about athlete here, John. So, and, and I'm not going to sit up here and make an argument that golf isn't athlete. No. We're not going to get into golf. Argument, no, no. He, clearly, Serena in the nature of that sport, just the back and forth of it all, and the way she could get to everything at that, you know, and then changed, and then the serve became her go-to and everything else. I, I, I would have to put I mean, as athlete, I'd put her above Tiger. Woods. Do you think? Do you think the majority of America would? I last night found myself thinking as, she's the best athlete as ever. An athlete? No, like, well, no, I'm well, Brad. I do think there's levels to it. I just when he mentioned Tiger Woods, I would have her. I don't above. think he's number one. Yeah, like, just because I'm. How athletic do you have to be? Well, how I mean, athletic was he in his I, dominance of the game? We're, we're talking about. Are we talking about like athleticism? We're we talking about accomplishments. You're, you're, no, you said no, greatest I, athlete. I'm and talking so, about me, scale to sport based on. She's a female, also. I think you have to consider that. That's why I, last night I found myself watching her at 41 as a mother doing this. And seeing the power she plays with, oh, she's and, and also looking at the resume, and it's like she's she's one of the best, maybe the best. I mean, a, it's close. Man, I would add LeBron high on that list. To me, I'm sorry. I'm, for me, it's it's athleticism. It's it's we're talking about athlete. Like you could put a person that could do a whole lot based on athleticism. Uh, for some, I guess it's it's accomplishments, titles won, and everything else. You have to put a but criteria on so, it. Yeah. But, but but if we're doing titles won, what we're saying, LeBron's not high on a list because he's only won four. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. He's one of the greatest athletes we have ever seen. That's true. I think you put LeBron on a football field and oh, he's yeah. going to stand out because he's a fantastic athlete. Look at the miles ran for him. Just in terms yeah. of having played uh, uh, as a teen, uh, just his, in terms of his professional career, John, where he's at. He's about to be the all-time leading scorer. He'll pass Kareem this year. Like, LeBron's going to be high on any list. And as an athlete, I would probably put him higher than Michael Jordan. A lot of people like, on these that, lists. that body, we've never seen anything like When these come up, a lot of times Olympic athletes get the nod, especially the decathletes, because it's that repertoire, too. I, I, and I agree with what See, you're saying. I think saying, LeBron would shine in a decathlon. If, you, if, yeah. he, if he decided this is my thing and what I'm going to do, I think he could go out there and win gold medals in the Olympics yeah. as a decathlete. He's a hell of an athlete. When There's I think no greatest athlete, that's what I'm thinking. And in that sense, Serena is one of them. But not at not not the highest, and I'd put her over Tiger if we're using that sort of criteria. Would you put Would you put Lizzo over Tiger? Stop, man. Would you? See, no, yeah, see you invalidate the whole conversation. Because, you try to make because, it funny, funny, no, John, ha and this stuff, and then you come up here and with no, the Lizzo because she stuff. can do somersaults with the flute. That's athleticism. She can't do a somersault, John. Yeah, she can. So you think it's funny? <laughs> she can do the spinning Rooney. Lizzo, who was you and that comedian had jokes. Oh, and uh, she's talking about you, Ari all, Spears. And her, Ari Spears, and she's talking about you and Ari Spears with all y'all jokes. All she don't care. All she's doing is winning, and I don't. I admire it. She's winning, dude. The only time I got a problem with Lizzo is when you're naked in front of the kids. Well, that's that's often. You know? Like give give my children a choice at least. That's the only time. The rest of it's beautiful. It's right. a beautiful thing. She's a talented woman. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So you would you would you would have Tiger over her. Just for the record, Tiger over Lizzo. Yeah, athlete. Barely. Athlete. Because you got Tiger out here sounding like a damn, you know, plebeian. Tiger Woods, the athlete, John. I mean, he's got to be an what athlete. Ha- what happens when you put, him on, he that when damn you put ball. him on a basketball or, or have him run or something like that? That's got to matter to it. But he's got Again, strength, though, because he hits that ball in 400 yards. Strength. Okay, I'll give you that. And he brought a new type of strength to the game and weightlifting and everything else and how mental that is right, to golf. It takes to, sure, you know, you could say a, he changed uh, that. You know, 15 but majors. The, I, don't give it to me. The guy's out there walking the course, bro. 
He's out there walking. What you want the, to do? Everybody else, Serena, Michael, LeBron, they all running, bro. They running to the job, see, to thought, the hole, see, to I the thought, goal, uh, to the ball, all of it. Your man is walking I to the hole. When, when it's not the same level. When, when he said, who's the now, best athlete of all time, I'm, I'm thinking you're talking about a body okay, of work. Well, that's a different, and, and it's worth bringing that up. That's a different, to because, me, because that's Tom a different Brady would never Tom Brady would never enter into that conversation Correct. ever. But if you want to say greatest athlete in terms of accomplishments, he's going to be on those lists. So to me, it's almost two different conversations. When when you say athlete to me, I'm talking about a guy you could, or a girl you could drop into a bunch of different stuff, and because of that athleticism, right. they're probably going to shine. But when you for say, you or for Brad, it might mean different, and that's okay. That's okay if it's about championships. But when you say when, when we talk about like, but goats, we had right? great athletes mm-hmm. not win titles. We talk about you know, goats. LeBron's we, only got four, but he's high on everybody's athlete well, athlete I mean, list. Stromal Swift was a crazy athlete, but he wasn't. You know, he he wasn't a good basketball player. Here is relatively yeah, but not among the greatest there, athletes of all time. A, uh, I see your point though, where it can't just be athleticism because right. we we it's could go, go we with, on the list. There, it's got to yeah, go I with mean, greatness too. Yes, we get that point though. Nobody was trying to put Stromal in the conversation. Well, yeah, you said Stromal Swift is one of the best of all time. That's a good point to make. That it can't. Just be athleticism. Right. Nobody's saying that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, there's a website, and it's obviously it's hard to pin this Muhammad down because right? it's an open ended. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but He's it, in the conversation. There is a uh, ESPN top end sports physical science website, and it lists Bo Jackson. It has Bo Jackson. Yes, great. Again, crossover Athlete. dude. Because yeah, two sports. Deion Sanders Deion was Deion, that. Uh, and then it goes for winners in individual categories, but right? But you got to have some greatness with it, too, John. Sure. You're right. You can't just I mean, be Stroshow. Yes. Right. Cause that, he's, the, he's the perfect example to use. Right. Because we could, we could that dude could jump out of the, out of the gym, there's too. A, there's a ton of great athletes that we go through that never, you know, you, it's, it, you're right. You have to combine the success individually with athletic, God-given. Bruce Jenner was at one time listed as the best athlete, Well, too. because of decathlon. Yeah. Right? That, that, that was his thing. That's sport where we right. define an all-around sort of thing. It's an interesting conversation, though. She's she Last night was a lot of fun, though, circling it back to your initial point about Serena. When I, when, when, when I ever have the conversation about who's the best ever, it's it's – it's it's really what they did. It's not what they could have done. It's what they did, right? It's what what did you achieve? What did you win? What are you what are you honestly pointing to your legacy and saying it is? Serena's leaves an a, a amazing legacy. She is one of the best. She is one of the best, a pioneer in the sport, right? Absolutely. No doubt about it. No question. I'm making an argument she's the best tennis player of all time. You can male or female. You could absolutely make that argument. You could absolutely make that argument. Um, so this is not this is not meant to you know diminish that at all. It, it, I mean that's you know you can't there you can't. There's no diminishing that. Well, you had all that greatness uh, uh, last night on the court and all that greatness, like we said, watching it. Uh, folks like Mike Tyson and everybody else. So Serena Williams again will continue what she hopes will be a nice deep run in the U.S. Open on Wednesday against the number two seed. Yeah. Not gonna try to pronounce her name. We will uh, we will come back. Lots more to come around the show. Trista Christensen. We'll ask her. We'll just get her thoughts on. On uh, on Serena and uh, you know uh, how you sort of you know bottom line you know her career where she stands on the you know in the pantheon of mm. of the greats you know and and I, I also think another thing that complicates it you're 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 comparing team sports to individual sports right and the dynamics are so very different you know and in, in, in a team you're you're depend like Tom Brady needed uh, every year a good defense you can't just you can't just win seven Super Bowls. And not have a really good defense. Like in Tampa Bay in 2020, like they got to Mahomes 50 times. Right. Right. That, uh, otherwise, if you just leave him back there, who knows how that goes? So it, you're just interconnected in a way more so in a team than you are individually. So that's a, like, how do you square that? You know, that's, a, that's another part of the conversation too, which makes the individual stuff more impressive, but you have more control. Anyway, we'll get into all that. With Trista Crick at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. Coming up at 2, it's the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Mark Giannato, lead columnist from the Commercial Appeal, and Jeffrey Wright, college football and BetQL analyst. Giannato and Jeffrey, weekdays 2 till 4 p.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast live love memphis group at the real estate agency deserves a trophy they have a they should have a trophy case by now to be honest for making memphis the most money for their home they've been doing since they've been in business jennifer carson her team they know how to do it jason's tweeting that i know how to get under his skin well just like i know how to do that the live love memphis group knows how to get the most money for your home and it doesn't matter what the market is it doesn't matter if it's booming doesn't matter if it's slowing down they know the formula reach out to them sold at livelovememphis.com yep 625-5200 how you reach out it's the number to call when you're thinking about selling your home, because like John said and like I've experienced, Jennifer Carsonson probably going to get you a lot more than you think you can get from your home. She knows this market. She knows how it's changing by the day, and that's what you want, an expert. Uh, then you want somebody, at least I did, who's going to make it simple for you. Tell you, do this, this, this. We're going to sell it for this. That's how it went for me. That's how it can go for you. That's has gone for everyone we've sent over to Live Love. Promise you that. Nothing but positive successful stories. So call, be the next, 901-625-5200, or you can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. That's sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. All right, so it is August 30th. Um, I think that takes us to about nine days. Yeah, you can smell the gridiron, can't you? In that NFL. See, you, you can, a week from Thursday. You put on a good face for college football, and I admire that, but... You know, NFL is really where the money is, right? I'm gonna tell you when I was most excited about college football, real quick. 2019, you and I sniffed out Memphis Cotton Bowl appearance, didn't we? That's crazy. We did a song about All Tom it. Paul. That, that was the most excited because Paul. I can sit up here and tell you, yeah, I'm gonna pay attention to Tennessee and right. love laying down at Ole Miss. Yeah, that's great for them. But in terms of my excitement level as a Memphis graduate, as a guy who went to that and watched that football program grow from what it was at one point, an embarrassment, frankly, yeah. to what it is now. 2019, when we peeped, we scoped that out. We said this is the year. That's when I was most excited about college football. 
Well, back to your back to your thing about Jason doesn't get excited. Jason gets well, excited when Memphis football looks like it's going to be good to great. Well, that's, that's fair, when Jason yeah. gets excited about college well, football. It, it, because again, in the end, John, it's it's all the same. It's it's Alabama, it's Georgia when it's all said and done. And I know that story, and I can watch it just like the rest of them. But for me to get truly excited down in the bones, you're right. It's in years where I feel like Memphis is going to have a hell of a season. Well, and, and it, I'm hoping for that this year. I'm well, hoping they get us back there, John. But again, back to the point. That's on them to do, John. That's on Ryan Silverfield more so than it is on me and you to well, keep right. up. That feeling, that's right. right? You can't be taking steps backward and regressing and still feeling that. So well, I want to feel like that again. That's it, that's when I get most excited about college football. And, and, and you know, it's it's symptomatic too. Like during the Tubby years and the last years of Josh, we didn't care about college basketball because Memphis wasn't relevant to it. And, and exactly in you the know? grand scheme of things, exactly. Like yeah, you you know it's going to be Kansas and Kentucky and Duke, Carolina, but like you like you want to be in the party. You want to be in that's the what party. We've always wanted in Memphis now. Run. For Memphis football, that that that's a little more, a bit more difficult, right? Just because of the way that the sport is set up. Of course, you know. So it's and, and listen, Silverfield was talking about that. We mentioned transfer portal. Not to get you off subject here, but he mentioned he's like, we can't just go buy guys out of it. And and I get that Memphis is in a different position, but yeah. what you can't be doing is losing more talent than you're pulling every year. Otherwise, then you're putting too much pressure on yourself to go out and get young guys, get you know guys that you've got to develop. These guys that you want to, you know, the college football, frankly, and college athletics, sort of going against. You know, it's it's a win now world in college athletics, f- football or basketball. And the way most of these coaches are doing it now is hitting that transfer portal. Now, to back to your point about resources, yes, Memphis we realize is in a unique position, but it didn't stop Justin Fuente from building a monster, and it didn't stop Norvell from taking it to the next well, level. We, 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 and Silverfield understood that when he got the, when he when he was campaigning for the job. I, I was going to go a different direction, but I, I I I I'm glad you brought this up because it did occur to me. I like Ryan. We both like Ryan. Ryan, who's been a guest on the show we many many times, for him to get the job. Absolutely, that's how behind him we were. But but look. You gotta be willing to call the things out as they happen, and for him to say that the 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 dynamics have changed for Memphis, the dynamics have changed for everybody. Memphis is not the only college football program in the country that this has happened to. What about Cincinnati? Did it not happen to them? What about Houston? Did it not happen to them? What about UCF? Did it not happen to them? And I I, I look back three years ago, right, and UCF and Cincinnati and Houston. And Memphis were the class of the AAC, and they were always in the mix. And I look back in 2022, I look ahead now, and I see Cincinnati, and I see Houston, and I see UCF. They're creeping back up. They're, and they're going, they're going to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you're, and you're, Memphis is picked fifth. Mm-hmm. So there has, been, there has been a step back. Now, how big of a step back? We'll find out. Well, and the reasons for it, there are some ones that some you understand, valid, for COVID sure. and everything else. For sure, but but, but, but everybody is having to deal with the same suit. And that is the bottom line. You know, brother. that's the thing. Is like if, if it was just something that was, ex- like if Memphis had scholarship reductions, if they had some kind of, you know, postseason ban, if there was something that they were dealing with that was exclusive to them, I would be more sympathetic. You know, I would. But, you know, at, at some point you got to play the game. Everybody else is, right? Everybody else is playing the game. So, well, especially when you consider yourself first tier, right, with where you're trying to get well, to. It'd be another thing if we yes. were all just fine and dandy. We right. said, well, those survival outside right. of the power structure. Yes, 100%. If we thought that and we'd say, oh, yeah, all, this all fine. Kind of like Brad refers to Starkville sometimes in terms of it's a party. Yes. But, it, but it's more than that. We realize how why it's so critical yes. in terms of the success, especially with the football program, because of where you're trying to get to yes. and, and not being left behind. And, and I would say, like, at some level, too, like, you know, would you say your you know your salary your staff pool is that is it reflective of of the class of the american or is it reflective of 6 and 6 and 7 and 5 every year cuz i i tend to think that those two are very different right there there's an investment level there is an investment level by boosters by the university etc and the product has to meet the investment. That is just, you know, we haven't even gotten into, and we haven't even talked about this in a long time, the $250 million commitments coming to the, to the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, h- how can you possibly stomach that politically if you are in a situation where 6 and 6, 7 and 5 is par for the course? That's not going to fly. It ain't gonna happen, mm, especially in a new look America. Thing. It ain't gonna happen, right? It ain't gonna happen. And and again, I'm not saying that 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 Ryan Silverfield is saying or suggesting that it should, um, but I I just think that's sort of that is on the table. That is that is the like 
you know, Tubby was always like, well, we were picked to finish last and we finished last. Right. What did you expect us to do? Like, you can't, you can't fall into that, right? You can't just say, well, we were, we, you know, and again, he hasn't, but I'm just, you know, foreboding here. You can't just say, we were picked to finish fifth and we finished fifth. What were we so No, that's that that you're supposed to outperform, right? You're supposed to outperform where you're picked. It's just a pick, you know. So it's just one of those things. You got you got you got to find a way to break out of where you were slotted. They got the talent to do it. They got the resources to do it. Um, He's picked the coordinators. Like it's it's right. it, at this point, it's, got, it's all yours. They have all of the swing games in Memphis, mm-hmm. right? Houston is here. I mean, I, I can't see exactly behind you. I mean, the, but the swing games, right? UCF, Houston. Uh, you know, Tipple would be well, well, and and Tulsa. I'll be honest, who you owe from last Tulsa year. You, you is need here. to, and you need to be above. Yeah, that that game is here. Yes. last year I believe Brad was there last year for that embarrassment you lost Adam. But that's that's part of what we're talking about. Getting back to the top of the conference, positioning yourself for next year when the top three are gone. It's being better than Tulsa. It's being showing that you're better than East Carolina, which frankly was only a few points from you being sixth, picked to finish sixth in this conference. Uh, East Carolina in terms of where they're at. and I think they finished sixth in the poll, but only a couple of three points behind you. So, again, that that's this is not territory you can afford to be in right now because, we, like we said, to get back to the whole point of this conversation, how it started, that doesn't excite people around here. Right. Six and six years. I'm sorry, seven and five years don't excite people around here. It's years, again, where you feel like you've got a chance to do something special or you see clear progress toward sure. doing something special. Well, and, and again, and, after the last two seasons, that's what's lacking. And, and, and so you've got to have the progress or you've got to have the, the success and the wham-bam come back. Exactly. Because that's what, that's what it requires around, it requires around here. Yeah, and that's why I think like 7-5 and five is the bare minimum. And then 8-4 and four, eight and four is where it, it's okay. You, you're you building towards that, right? Correct. Like you've got I, some momentum going into uh, junior I, year I'm with Seth Hennigan. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I don't think this schedule is so intimidating that 8-4 and four is is – that much of a stretch. Again, I, I just feel like uh, that that should be doable with what they have, and you know where where these games fall, right? Well, I mean, we both like them to be four and one with Houston coming in here. Do we? I not? mean, if you're four and one, you should finish eight and four. I mean, that, that's I mean, you, Arkansas State, North Texas, Temple at the house. You owe Temple too. Don't forget. Don't just don't leave Temple out. Temple is owed, bro. Yeah, they have a no, debt right. to repay. No, you're right, and that game is here. So again. I mean, Memphis football should not be losing two straight two straight years to, to Temple and, or Tulsa. And, and, and mess around, go five and one, beat Houston. We can get real excited sure. at that point. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. And, and then you've earned it, and we're all right there. And oh, it's this all, thing's it's, humming it's like all, it's supposed to be. It's all right in front of Ryan Silverfield and Memphis football. It is. It's all right in front of us. They just have to go out there and do it. I really do. I think they got the quarterback, and I do. I finally think they might have that dynamic running game back. Again, a lot of that's going to be on that offensive line. Yes. How it plays together. So much of that dictated by the first two things dictated yes. by the offensive line and how it plays together. Yep. Um, that said, though, that's that's his area of expertise as well, John. Yep. Silverfield. So let's see it. Let's see the progress. I'm ready for it. I think that's fair. I think that's completely fair. All right, we'll come back. Trista Crick's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the survey that came out that was, uh, you know, how, how maybe it forced us to sort of take an inward look at ourselves. You know, maybe maybe we are uh, a little ruder than we like maybe to give so. off. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll talk to Tris about that and more at one twenty five. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. Go Tigers! Team to the cotton bowl. Okay. We're gonna win till we can't no Get more. All. We're gonna take our team to the cotton bowl. Okay, John. Bowl. We're gonna win till Every we last can't one. no more. We got Big Pat up in the okay. back. Brady is attached. Throw it. Khakis on my ass with the sweater best to match. good, Mike. Putting up the points. Yeah. We gonna warm your loins. Get some stops, too. We been in that bowl. You ain't been up off that porch. Ooh, now can't John. nobody tell us nothing. They can't tell us nothing. Can't nobody tell us nothing. They can't tell us nothing. 
WMFS-FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS-Memphis, where the legacy of sports is flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app and smart speakers say Play 92.9 ESPN, powered by DuckDuckGo. Looking for a new ride but can't seem to find the one you want? Well, we gossip covered at Gossip Kia on the bike. Take the road by storm in a 2023 Kia Seltos LX all-wheel drive SUV. Now just $245 a month. 36 month lease, $29.99 due at signing. That's $245 a month for a 2023 Kia Seltos LX. And we've got lots to choose from at Gossip Kia on the Pike. But if you don't see what you want, we'll get it ordered for you ASAP. Just pick out the one you want and you won't pay over at Gossip Kia on the Pike. Plus, all Gossip Kias come equipped with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today at Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike. We'll shop 24-7 at KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. 50 acquisition fee, 30000 per year, 20 cents excess mileage, zero security deposit. Seltos, P737-1345, MSRP24610. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Kia. Excludes tax title and license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 9122, dealer stock only. Hi guys, it's Andrew with River Ridge Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at River Ridge Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No pills and no side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment, the exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, free to callers right now. 901-672-2000. That's 901-672-2000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call River Ridge Medical Clinic now to qualify. 901-672-2000. Football is here. It's getting more pleasant outside. Lots of stuff going on. And if you're the type of person who likes to enjoy a drink while you're watching games or just hanging out, allow me to recommend New Amsterdam Vodka. This is Gary Parrish reminding you that New Amsterdam is a premium, 80-proof vodka made from the finest quality grains. It's five times distilled for unparalleled smoothness, filtered three times to create a soft finish. As I'm sure you know by now, it's so smooth. You can drink it straight. And yes, it really is what I buy when I'm inside the liquor store. And that's because it's a quality vodka that's reasonably priced. Would make sense to spend extra money on any other brand. New Amsterdam's the best value you can find when you're looking for a quality vodka to enjoy. If you like flavored vodkas, New Amsterdam makes a lot. Watermelon, lemon, raspberry, orange, red berry, peach, pineapple, coconut, passion fruit, and don't forget about New Amsterdam wild car cans. They're terrific. Hard lemonade, hard tea, hard punch. In a- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.